Hello, hello. Hello? Hello. Hey, there you are. Hey, yeah. Uh, What's happening, cowboy? Not a not. What's going on, man? Oh, you know, finishing up one 60-plus-hour work week to start another one. Oh, I'm bad. 16-hour work week? 60. Oh, you look like you're 60. <laughs> So, what do you got on the agenda for tonight? Um, I, I don't know yet. <laughs> we can go on about, uh, our, um, predictions for, uh, different things like, uh, oh, I don't know, like baseball, like the Scubbies winning like maybe 12 games. If they play like they did against them White Sox, woo! They look. They were, for Christ's sakes, they were exhibition games. <laughs> but they should come out with a lot more ability than that if they're going to make a showing this season since it's a short season. Right or wrong? I don't know. I guess it depends on. How much they did there in quarantine? <laughs> I just had to talk smack, dude. If I can't talk did, shit, what can I do? Did you hear about the Yankees Nationals game tonight? Uh huh. I guess both teams kneeled there in the national anthem. What? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I no. guess both teams took a knee during the national anthem or at the start of the game. Or I didn't read the report. I just saw the highlight on my Bleacher Report. Yankees Nationals take a knee. That's all I saw. <laughs> That's bullshit. Well, I have a feeling it's coming in the NFL. Oh, oh I know it is. Because take the generic team now. The Washington football team. Have they came up with a name yet? The Washington football team. That's not literally what they're calling themselves, is it? This season, the Washington football team. <laughs> they're keeping they're keeping their colors, but they're gonna go with the number of on the jersey on their helmet. <laughs> I, I... Are you, are you are you serious? I'm serious as a heart attack. Jeez, I wonder what Pat McAfee's got to say about that. Well, uh, I know right now the uh, the uh, fella, the Indian, that back in 1971 that convinced them to remove the R and put the uh, the logo? Indian yep the Indian logo on there is very very upset. Because it was an honor for them. It was bringing them out into the into the world again. It's a show of respect. <clears throat> and these little leotard, retarded little preppy wannabes are the ones that are destroying everything. I mean, it's just like, you know, BJ and myself, we both sit there and say they need to go to black and white for a uniform color and be like a generic team. Well, I think the reason that Washington did that was because Dan Snyder, the majority owner, was getting pressure from sponsors because FedEx was going to pull out of their stadium deal. Nike was going to pull out of their uh, merchandise and uniform deal. And I think they were going to lose some TV rights in the process, too. You know, and that's just totally wrong. That's just completely and ultimately wrong. Yeah, because if you're going to do it that way, then every team that, whether it be Vikings or Indians, then they should be pressured into changing their name. Yankees. Yeah. Right? Oh, but they, the they have to change their name? Who? The Braves? Oh, they should have to. <clears throat> the Chiefs? The Raiders? 
Um, I guess even the Buccaneers. Yeah, honestly, the Flunkineers. That's what they should be called. They could join the the, the Green Bay Packers and them together and make the Champacks like they've been talking for years. You know, I just think you got the two biggest pussies around, Brady and Aaron Rodgers. So that'd fit in quite well. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. I didn't even realize I went there. You are so high on Deshaun Watson, it's not even funny. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm not. Trust me, not Deshaun Watson. Not even close, my man. I think that the Buccaneers should have brought in uh, Dan Marino. Isn't Marino and Brady the same age? No. Oh. Marino's in his 60s. Oh, Brady's in his 50s. I'm sorry. No, he's in his 40s. <laughs> you know, you can hang on Brady all you want, but he still plays better than 90% of the quarterbacks in the league. He did. He did. And I guarantee you this year, the next two years, he will have over 3,500 yards passing. And he'll have a quarterback rating of probably 85 to 92. You know, you know, he's, got you know, the, he's got the best wide receiver duo in the NFL, man. See, I would laugh. Honestly, I would laugh if game one he got injured for the season. And I would call you on that going, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, you better do a hell of a job next year. To get well, 7,500 I mean, yards in one season is pretty freaking good. They are yeah. they are playing the dirty-ass Saints, so you never know, but. That's true. That's true. Because, I mean, I mean, we're talking about the Aints here, you know. I mean, Sean Payton is one of the, well, actually probably the worst coach ever. He's a dirty coach. He should not be allowed in the league. Well, neither should Bill Belichick, but. Well, Belichick just cheated. He never put hits on people that oh, I have yeah. heard of. But now he's got his number one uh, pretty boy gone, so we'll see what happens up in there in, uh, in the New England area. Uh, yeah, but I think Tampa Bay will do a good job of protecting Tom. Now, granted, it is the NFL, and you can get hurt in any formal way imaginable. But I don't, I don't foresee Tom Brady doing a whole lot of twenty-yard runs or scrambling a whole lot. I think they're going to set that offense up to get the ball out of his hand quick. I'd say a five-step drop is max. Yeah. I, I tend to agree. I mean, the I'm not thing, the, the players are getting faster. You know, so what's going on? You got somebody coming in? No. Oh. I said he's not going to pull off any Patrick Mahomes crazy ass shit, but. No, no. You know, and see, I think Aaron Rodgers' days of his miraculous passes, which I'm sorry, um, Kirk Cousins can throw the ball down the field like that. If you've got a receiving core or somebody that's damn good, they're going to be able to go up and get it. Bottom line. Yeah. Now, I don't think that, you know, I mean, Rodgers is all that. Now that he does not have a receiving core, really, what's he going to do? Look at him last year. I feel Rodgers, by midseason, is going to be benched. I mean, they drafted that. What was it? The you said, What was that quarterback they drafted this year? Oh yeah, he was from uh, was it Utah State? Something like that. Yeah. But why would you draft a quarterback this year if you didn't? Rodgers had one foot out the door. Yep. Exactly. 
Because Rogers isn't all that. <clears throat> he doesn't have McCarthy anymore backing him up. No, isn't he in Dallas now? Yep. You know, see, that's why I mean I'm I'm seeing Dallas doing something good. I think they're gonna do something good, but here here's my biggest question. I was reading up and I saw that um Dak Prescott Prescott yeah. Prescott? Yeah. Prescott. <laughs> the booby man. All right. <clears throat> I heard that they did not sign him to a long-term deal. Nope. Now, where is he going to go next year? I think the better question is how, how invested is he going to be this year just being on a franchise tag? <clears throat> Yep. I mean, I guess I could I could say the same with uh, Shaq Barrett. You know, the NFL sack leader last year, he wasn't happy about getting franchise tagged. So, question is, you know, what kind of game is he going to bring to the defense? Yep. I mean, I think Dak is still going to play like he does, but I don't think he's going to put himself at risk like he did the previous years. Oh no. No. He was playing for the Mahomes type of contract. Yeah. Which I don't know anybody will ever get again. Oh God, no. I I think he was I think he's overpaid now. Way overpaid. Yeah, that's just my personal opinion. In all fairness, aren't all pro athletes pretty much overpaid? Yep. I mean, look at Bryce Harper. He signed that 10-year, $307 million deal with the Phillies in 2019. Yep. And it's like, you know, did it help the Phillies make the playoffs? Nope. You know, it's, fun- it's funny. He leaves D.C. and they end up winning a World Series. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's kind of how it goes, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, geez, Louise, I mean, um, so, well, take into consideration the uh, the Minnesota Cowboys, you know, on that Herschel Walker trade. We get one player, they get how many Super Bowls? <laughs> <laughs> they have, what, like six or seven Super Bowls as a franchise? Yep. But, no, I mean... It's just ridiculous. I know you're talking about the Nationals and the Yankees kneeling down, huh? Yeah, I believe that was the two teams. Well. In Washington, D.C., of all places. Yeah. I have no time for it, man. I have no time for it. Sadly, I think it's going to be an occurrence for... Everything. Yeah, I mean... I haven't heard much about protest or riots lately, but apparently this shit's still going on, so. Yep. There is. Oh, where is it? Uh, there are a couple fellas that I watched on, on Facebook, all right? I love these guys. And they got, you know, they go on about different things going on with it, and the whole black Black Lives Matter bullshit. All right, and they're they're talking about that, and they're a couple of black guys, and they tell the difference between Black Lives Matter, you know, discrimination, oppression, and all this other stuff, and you know, I. Have- You cut off there, cowboy. You still there? Uh, am I here? Yeah, you're here now. Okay. All right. But no, they, uh, um, this, this gal was talking and she was like, oh, well, you know, a police officer pulled up behind me and, 
you know, being black, it scared me because this is where they do a lot of lynchings and, you know, and, you know, they're, they're, you know, we don't know if we're going to get killed or not and all this other shit. And the cop's like, ma'am, I pulled you over for doing 70 to 55. Right. Well, in her little spiel, I mean, this, they showed his, his uh, body cam first and it's had him explaining everything to her doing the 70 to 55. She's like, I was doing like 60 to 55 or 70 to 65, and he pulls me over. And, you know, and I'm like, you know, it goes on and on. That he, all he wanted her to do was sign saying that she had received the ticket and she either paid by mail or contact them or she'd show up in court. She wouldn't do it. And legally, you have to. You can get arrested for that. Yeah. And he's like, ma'am, he goes, you need to sign this or I can, you know, or I will have you step out of your vehicle and I will arrest you and take you to jail. Well, all of a sudden that turned into how he threatened to rip her out of her car, basically, and take her to jail. And she's scared for her life because, you know, it's scary when a police officer pulls you over, you know, you know, the blacks, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're being pulled over because they're black. No, you're being pulled over because you're breaking the law. You know? And I'm sorry, but I still want to know what would happen if you started a group that was WLM. White Lives Matter? Or White Lives Matter or ALM for All Lives Matter. White Lives Matter, you'd be nailed as a racist, a white supremacist, and everything else like that. All lives matter. They get offended because you're not just pointing out one group. And do you realize, do you realize, anybody that listens to this little happy little podcast, you know, if you don't like what I say, fuck you in the face, I don't care, but this is the God honest truth. All right? Black lives matter does not, I repeat, does not pertain to all black lives. They are pertaining it to only those that are being affected by law by the cops. I shit you not. The ones that are being busted by the cops, the ones that are the, the police brutality, and that's one thing that these these guys are talking about. That one tenth of a percent is all is all they're worried about. One tenth percent, not ten percent, but one tenth of a percent is all they're worried about. They don't care about the black on black on black crimes. They don't care about the kids being shot and killed in their houses. They don't care about the people that are being mugged, beat up, and all this other stuff. But if it's being, if they are being affected by a white person. If it's a white law enforcement officer, they want rights. Your right is to get your ass thrown in jail. Bottom line. And that's why I say, if you don't like my opinion, well, <laughs> I got two testicles. So if there's two people, each one can lick them. I don't care. I'm not a racist. I'm not prejudiced. I hate everybody the same. I don't run, so there's God knows I'm. I definitely don't race anybody. <laughs> you know, I'm not dealing with it. You know, I mean, I just think it's freaking absolutely stupid. You know, oh, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Ah, ah. Okay, sorry about that. To to expand on that point a little further. Yes. What about the Muslim and Indian people who get harassed and beat up because they're automatically labeled a terrorist? Oh, that doesn't matter. Or what that... what about the gay and lesbian people who get harassed and beat up because of their sexuality? Right. Well, you'd figure you'd figure that the gays would be able to get out of there quick enough. They'd have their shit packed. 
get it? Yeah. <laughs> I oh uh, no, but I agree with you. I just I don't I, I don't understand. I, I just, I just got a horrible look. I just got a horrible look for my my beautiful wonderful wife. You're you're lucky she didn't smack your ass. Oh hell, I ain't worried about that. that she won't do that because I'll can I'll call foreplay and she won't do that because. No. <laughs> oh, poor BJ. Yes, I know. Oh, but actually, talking about fun stuff to do, went fishing the other day. And, you know, I, I've got Rocco, you know, which is my happy little 357. I got Pew Pew, which is my 380. Yeah. Well, I was having... Say so what? Oh, I was just saying, yeah, I know. Well, the thing is, is uh, I took Pew Pew out fishing with me. And I was kind of bored a little bit, you know. And Well, sitting there and I look at Robbie, the guy I fished with, I'm like, fuck, there's a snake. You know, a snake in the water. He's like, yeah, I go, I think I can get him. I took one shot at him, went over the top. Loose, splashed in front of him. Second one must have hit that little booger in the tail. Man, he turned around. I mean, he came up. He was like a quarter of the way out of the water, like he's coming to attack me. One more shot, and he didn't swim. You know, on a, so, on a side note, I'd be interested in doing that sometime, going to a shooting range. Yeah. Just to see if I could handle firing a weapon. Oh, yeah. If I can, anybody can. Yeah, but you had training. You're a former military man. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean diddly, really. Do you know how many pencil pushers there are? Look at the Air Force. They're military. Yeah, most of them fly jets, though. They drop bombs on people. Yeah. So they're good at pushing buttons. Then, then you got the Navy. 80 guys go down to submarine. 40 couples come up. I don't... Yeah. They don't all go in submarines. Yeah, but they all end up couples. Um. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, off the, the shooting different little things at different military branches. Hang on a second. Thunder. I got thunder outside right now. I'm having myself a cigarette. So, all right. Now, um, there is, I cannot remember what his name is now. He's an actor and he had some tweets out there about how black lives matter should not turn into black lives are better. And he's getting big time, big time bashed on his tweets. Because he, he he thinks that all lives matter, and one race is not better than the next. Because you know, I mean, the thing is, we're we're all created equal, man. You know, I mean, we're all created equal. And when people actually realize that, and they quit trying to destroy where we were in the past and how far we've come, so they can try to rearrange things, maybe. I'll get through their thick skulls. Or the teacher in California that got fired. He reposted three tweets of Trump's. All right. One tweet was um, basically saying that uh, the schools need to reopen. The teacher agrees. We need to get the kids back in school. What's wrong with that? And then another one was um, he supported him on um, a couple other movements that he had. The teacher was offered either to resign or to be fired. And he said he would not resign. Now, we are now eliminating people's jobs because they agree with the president of the United States. How is that right? 
That that's gotta be a violation of his First Amendment right or something like. It's gotta be something. Because there's nothing in their policies. He's like, I did not break any policy of the school. I did not break any rules or regulations with that. And it wasn't, you know, saying anything negative towards anybody. He agreed with him that schools need to reopen. You know, he's a teacher. He wants to get back to work, for Christ's sakes. This, you know, this. Lost you again, cowboy. Am I here? Yeah, you're, you're back. Okay. I don't know what's going on. That's not nice. I mean, I understand he wants to get back to school and if he agrees with a couple of things POTUS tweeted, then, you know, that should be his right to deal with that. Exactly. But it's just, it's just BS. You know, say that you can't do that. I mean, if Sleepy Joe gets in there, we're all screwed. You know, I mean, I guess maybe this is why I'd like to consider myself a controversial king. Because I'm not going to play their stupidity. I'm, I, I don't agree with it. If you're going to be dumb, you know, that's what you deserve. You know? I did something for the first time that I never thought I would do. You took a girl out on a date? No, I've done oh. that simply too many oh. times. <laughs> no, I went and got the address updated on my driver's license. Yeah. And I decided to become an independent voter. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I don't believe in the whole party politic bullshit. I don't think, I don't think you should be assigned to a party to decide who you want to run the country you live in. I agree. See, I, I'm, I'm marked as a Republican. Due to the fact that I vote for the best, best person possible, just because you belong to a party does not mean that you only vote for that party. I mean, let's take uh, Joni Ernst, for instance. Joni Ernst is a joke. She's done more for big business than she has for the people of Iowa. And, I mean, I'll admit, I voted for her this last time. Not again. You know, because you find out, you don't really find out until they get into office what they're really like. And if they're idiots, like, let's just take Schumer and Pelosi and shit, they shouldn't be in there. Pelosi was in there when Kennedy was in. Do you realize that? That's how long she's been in, in the government. Jesus. Yeah. That's way too damn long. You know what? You, you want to know one of the biggest problems with politics, dude? Tell me. People like you and I would never survive in politics. Oh, hell no. I'd be impeached the first day of the elections. Be because we are too outspoken and controversial and we're not afraid to call things how we see them. Whereas politicians, they want to tell you what they think you need to hear in order to get where they want to go. Yeah, exactly. And see, my whole thing is you know, I know I would never make it because I'd start out a speech with, okay, listen up, fuckers. Because <laughs> that's just the way it is. But, you know, it's like, oh, my God. You know, people, just, they, they need to open their brains. I would probably get impeached because I wouldn't take very kindly to Russia trying to bully the shit out of us. So I'd just go wipe out the country and claim it as part of the United States of America. See, I would, I would keep Russia around. I wouldn't, I wouldn't blow the hell out of it because I like the architecture. 
I just said I'd take out their entire government and we oh. take it over. Oh, yeah, that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Myself, I would declare war on all these other politicians and go, okay, you want to play this game? We'll play it. We're taking this away from you. We're taking that away from you. We're taking this away from you. And y'all are fired. I'm impeaching every goddamn single one of you. I'm bringing yep. in a I'm bringing in a farmer to do the the the, the farm bills. I'm bringing in you know a teacher to do the the teachings. The uh, you know, exactly. You know that's what we need. We need people of that sort. It started out as it was an honor to be in politics. It was not a way to become a multimillionaire and billionaire. You know that's not what it was about. You know, I mean, you, you you went in, you did your job, and after a short time frame, you went and did your job, job, your normal job, your your civilian job. You know, and all these rights they have, screw that. Did you know that in Washington D.C. that a politician cannot be pulled over for drinking and driving? Yeah. When did they become above the law? Everything be written, everything be written in layman terms. You go to jail, you get sentenced. That's the law. You break the law, you gotta do it. You want to riot and call yourselves a group? Well, guess what? Now you are considered a gang, and we're going to take out the gangs. I would say more like they'd be labeled as a terrorist organization. They are. That couple that that couple that um that stood outside their house with guns. Do you realize that rioters broke through their gate? Really? You know why I would catch a lot of flack? Cowboy. Mike. All right, am I back? Yeah. My phone keeps going black on me. God damn it. You know why I would you know I'd catch a lot of flack in politics? Why is that? Because I would release all the people in prison that are there on drug charges as long as they didn't, you know, have like murder attached to the drug charges. Nonviolent. And I would institute term limits on all forms of politics, whether you're a governor, a senator, a fucking city council. council. Yeah, what well, I would, because. If a president can only serve for two terms, then a damn U.S. senator or governor should only be allowed to serve two terms. Yep. Max of eight years. And the fucking, what is it, like governors and senators have elections every two years? Um, they, they should have elections at the same time as the presidential election. Every yep. four years. Not like the exact same time because that gets so discombobulated and clusterfucked. But yep. the same time frame, every four years, there should be new elections. Because, we, like you said, we have so many old people in the government that they don't want to change their ways and they want things done this way. Yep, the good old boy system. Get rid of that shit. And I think, I think that's why we have such a shitty foreign policy program. I think it's why we have shitty healthcare options and Education is going to shit. Housing is going to shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're rich, we'll pad the shit out of your pockets. No problem. Yep. <sighs> you know, I mean... So many changes that people would be like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, yeah. <sighs> you know, the thing is, is, you get the good old boy system, and that's a joke. You know, and I mean, you look at the military, you're only allowed to stay so long with a certain, you know, base or group. 
And I'm like, well, that's the way it should be. You know, they do it with law enforcement. They do it with a lot of the other ones. And if they can't go through and actually use their brains and go, well, you know, um, these people are doing this for this certain amount of time and then they got to move on. That's their own stupidity. That that's, I mean, and it's a lot of it's the people that are putting these stupid idiots in, in office still. You know, so you want to go, you want to set everything up the way they think it should be. Well, guess what? It doesn't work that way. You know, it's like, how dumb can you be? Yeah. You know. But who knows? People just don't want to use their brains. And those are the ignorant fools that they cry and they whine, you know, about the whole thing. Uh, there's a KUOO, which is up there by you. Yeah. I, I'm on their website, and they always have question of the day. And one of their questions was, uh, what is one phrase that you don't hear anymore? You know, and there's like, thank you, you're welcome, blah, you know, screw you and your, your being politeness. I put, you know, stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. I remember that one quite well. Yeah. You know, and if, if you don't remember that one, then I guess uh, you're not that old to begin with. You know, or there's, you know, go get your switch. Well, <laughs> they're not talking about, you know, a light switch. They're talking, you know, go pluck your little whipping stick off the tree that you can get your ass beat with. You know, that's what's wrong with society. There's no respect. You know, you want to cry and whine about something. Hey, you know, you feel like you're oppressed? Well, get better grades in school. You you think you're being oppressed? Well, you know, you are what you make yourself. Nobody should give you a damn thing in this world. And I mean, I know you, as a matter of fact, you've had a lot of struggles, man. We all have. Yeah. You know, Hell you're yeah. a single... You're a single parent. You did a hell of a job raising your girls. You know, and it's like you. every time you turn around, someone's trying to dog you on it. You know, I'm sorry. It doesn't, it shouldn't work that way. And now I get criticized because I work too much. Oh, that's nice. So I get uh, criticized when I'm not working enough. But now I'm working too much and I'm making more money than those people who are criticizing me. And now they're jealous because I don't have an overbearing job. Like, you know, I understand my job's not overly complicated, but they don't understand, you know, how much paperwork and computer work and memorization goes into my job. And yeah, I make pretty good fucking money doing it every week. And my kids understand, you know. But see, you've got a big old J-O-B. You've got something that's going to take care of you and your family. You know, you're you're doing what's right for for yourself. I mean, what's the difference of you or a lawyer or or an actual police officer or um, a clerk or something like that. you're doing what it takes to get your employment going to get your bills paid to keep a roof and food in your house to, to keep everything going the way it should be going you're not sitting back on your ass going well you know it's not fair I deserve to have this you know what the only thing you deserve is a swift kick in the ass if you're not going to do it yeah and we might as well throw in the fact that I'm also getting a master's degree. Exactly. And I remember somebody going, oh, I can't do that. I don't have time. I have this on. And then they, their friend turns around and just looks them straight in the eye and says, don't talk to me until you get it done. You know, gee. And that was a swift kick they needed in the ass. All of a sudden they called, 
Hey, dude, guess what, brother? Blah, 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 blah. Accomplish something. If you don't accomplish, you know, just getting your, your high school graduation, if you don't accomplish that, you're, you're not going to accomplish anything in life. Yeah. Bottom line. And all it does is build your momentum in your own life because if you get your high school diploma, then you're going to be like, well, fuck, I made it through that. I, you know, what's four more years of school, you know, or two more years, and then it goes to four years, then it goes to eight years or whatever, you know. That's, you know, the thing that it, it's a ripple effect. And then you get the people that they figure, oh, well, I got another year before my welfare runs out. I got to shit out another kid. Wow, what a lifetime, you know. What a thing to teach your family. What a thing to teach your kids. You know, live off the system because that's all that matters. No. The system is not there for you to live off of. It's to help you through rough patches. And if you can't accomplish it, then, you know, I'm sorry. Um, they do make things called ropes, bridges, um, vehicles to jump in front of, subways. Well, all this cool stuff to take yourself out if you can't accomplish anything in life, you figure. You know, and then, you know, you, you sit there and all you want to be is, you know, a lump on a log. That's all you're ever going to be in life. On, on a quick, on a quick side note, yeah, I, our last podcast we did, yeah, is now on every major platform. I just got notified today that it's on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and like four or five other podcast sites. Awesome, that's awesome. That and we've awesome. already had five plays. That is awesome. You know. I, and dude, that I mean, I'm sorry, but if if two individuals, smart ass or not, comical or not, serious or not, can solve this shit over a podcast talking to each other, why can't our politicians? Because they're more worried about their reputation and their money. Exactly. You know, like I've watched, I don't know if you've heard of this t the, the TV show Madam Secretary. Yes. I'm currently watching that on Netflix, you know? Yeah. And it's a really good show, but it goes to show how the president and or his chief of staff is more worried about the optics to the campaign or to the legacy of the president more than the optics to the nation and how to improve the nation. Where the Secretary of State, which is what the show is all based around, she's not a politician. And she does whatever she can to get her foreign policies and get all these countries at peace and stop fighting each other. You know, it's like, it's rather interesting to see how a, polit a non-politician who spent 20 plus years in the CIA and then moved to being a professor at a college and comes back to be the Secretary of State how much good she does, and she convinces the president of the United States on, you know, things that he should or shouldn't do because it's the right thing to do, not because it's what's good for his legacy or what's good for the campaign trail or the the uh, cabinet or, you know, his political part, whatever. Yep. It's like we need more people like that who aren't affiliated with politics in the government. Okay, question. In the last three and a half years, okay, now, now think about this. In the last three and a half years, how many wars have we gotten into? Honestly, I don't follow that, but I'm going to assume technically we haven't gotten any, we're not in any wars, but I think we still have unnecessary troops overseas. Yep. They're, they're being reduced. They are being reduced. But we have been in zero. Now, 
We have a non-politician president. Okay. Now, this man that we have in office, I don't give a damn if it's a man or a woman, but this man that we have in office, all right, has kept his word on more things than any other president ever has. Honestly, I didn't follow his campaign, so I don't know what, you know, what his platform was or what his plans were if he became president. He, his biggest thing was holding everybody accountable for what they're doing. And he's done that. He has, you know, he wants to get this done or wants to get that done. He fights for it. He's not sitting back going, Oh well, you know, Mitch McConnell wants me to do this now, so I'm gonna do this, or or Pelosi wants me to do this now, so I'm gonna do this. I'm not gonna do what's best for the party, I'm doing what's best for the country. That's his number one thing is where is this country going? And to me, that is what we need. We don't need somebody that's gonna sit there making all these you know, elaborate promises, you know, and the only thing I've got to really say that he has not done yet is bought the tickets for these people are like, oh, well, if President Trump or if Trump gets in office, I'm moving. Here, here's your ticket. Bye-bye. You know, and, you know, I'm going to go right back to this Black Lives Matter shit, all right? If these blacks or African-Americans, as they want to call it, which they're not, they're actually Americans because they're not from Africa, they're from America, they should be given the right to get a free flight to the Congo, to Nigeria, to all these other countries. Before they even step off that plane, they're going to be like, oh, I want to go back to America. Guess what? You're gone. You're done. Because over there, talk against the government. Say something negative. Burn their flag. You know, do something stupid. You die. They kill you. And they don't bat an eye. You know, and these women, they're like, oh, well, I was so scared that police are going to pull me over. That's not going to happen because, one, Women aren't allowed to do a goddamn thing over there because women are inferior over there. Women don't hold power. Not unless you're part of the high echelon. And these sorry sums of bitches here, they're not even close to a high echelon. They might make like uh, mayor of the slum or something like that, but that's about it in this area. You know, so I kind of sit back and I'm like, you know, if that's what you want to do, if this country is so damn bad, go. Go back to your motherland. You know, pay to visit on a one-way ticket. You know, because I'm sorry, go live in a grass hut in the middle of a desert. I give a fuck. You know, if you want to be a proud American, then be a proud American. If you want to sit there saying that you don't think that you're getting getting treated right, do it in a common sense why way. Don't sit there and try to scream racism every time you turn around. If you have a gun, if you're on drugs, if you're breaking the law, if you're doing something that is not right and the police stop you, do what they say. If a cop says, get out of your vehicle, don't argue. If a cop sits there and says, stop, stop. If a cop tells you to jump up and down on one foot, jump up and down on one foot. You know, they have body cams. They have vehicle cams. That if there's something that happens and you disagree, you can actually have your attorney, which you are given an attorney. And if you cannot afford an attorney, one will be provided for you. Then they can actually pull that footage. And if that cop is like, you know, you know, get out of your goddamn car before I beat your ass, 
well, yeah, and you're, you've been nothing but, okay, no problem. Your hands are on the wheel, whatever. You're, you're doing what they want you to do. Then, yes, that can be a major factor, and you can actually go free due to the fact that you're scared. But to sit there and have their body cam, and they're being nothing but polite and nice to you, and you turn around and you try to bash them for it and try to sit there and scream racism, that is going to get you nowhere but deeper in the doghouse. And that's where ignorance comes into play. Yeah. You know, now, how, about we, how, about we tra- how about we transition to something we always love talking about? The, the sport of professional wrestling. Oh, I thought you. Oh, that's close to boobies. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you, you watch Extreme Rules? Yes, I did. What'd you think of it? I was very, very, very disappointed. I was not impressed at all. The the McIntyre match was probably the best one. That was. I don't know. I, I think the Swamp Fight was pretty good. I I did not care for the way it ended. That was stupid. And the thing is that they tried to redo the graveyard match. I feel. And it was not very good at all, I don't think. Now, Bray Wyatt coming back as The Fiend again, that is due to the fact that The Fiend's popularity, his merchandise, sold big. And that's why Vince wanted it back. The money. Vince ruined that character when he let him lose to Goldberg. Yes. That was the best thing they had going until he let him lose to Goldberg. Yep. I think that, you know, Goldberg spearing, doing a jackhammer, if it would have kicked out. And the Fiend would have rolled off, went under the ring, and then all of a sudden smoke started rolling up and stuff like that, you know. And it's like if, like, like two more Fiends showed up. You know, that would have been a different story. And then have Bray Wyatt come up again and actually take him out. That would have been awesome with the sister Abigail. Boom. You know, that is what would have been an awesome deal. Speaking of sister Abigail, do you think that it's time they create a sister Abigail and reveal her? Yes. I think that would be phenomenal. I heard rumors for a while while Liv Morgan was out that they were going to bring her back as Sister Abigail. I think that would have been fucking cool. Oh, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. You see, you know who I like to see come back as Sister Abigail? Who's that? Probably one of the best female pro wrestlers I think of all time. Gail Kim. Yeah, but the problem is, is she despises the WWE. Exactly. But that would have been awesome. Ruined that. Yep. And I agree, she probably is one of the best female wrestlers of all time. Yep. But I think um, that would have been awesome. Or, um, like, uh, uh, oh, what's her name? Angelina Love would be a good, another good one. What about Ember Moon? That would be good. She's already got that mystique persona, you know? Yep. But I, I love her theme music too much. I couldn't go without hearing it. I mean, she's got some of the best theme music I've heard in a long time. Oh, yeah. Of course, she's worried about not being able to wrestle anymore because I guess she had to have a second Achilles surgery. Oh, really? Yeah. The thing is, is, they need to get somebody that is not, is not, or has not really been in the WWE and has been out of the picture for a while. 
Vince. You know, but saying knowing Vince, it would be like Lita. Let's bring Lita back. You know, come on. You know. What about Melina? Melina would be a good one. See the look on John Morrison's face? Oh, that'd be hilarious. Or you watch Lucha Underground, right? Yep. What about Katrina? Oh, that'd be good. I mean, she already played that dark, mysterious character with Mil Mortes. Yeah. I think she could pull it off. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. You know, but I mean, that's what they need to do is get, you know, bring somebody in from another location that's kind of been out of the scene for a while. You know? And I so think. What's your, what's your take on the way the Sasha Banks Oscar match ended? Um. Well, honestly, stupid. I was stupid. Uh, I, I cannot stand Bailey or Sasha because their characters have been totally destroyed. They're making them look like idiots instead of the, the quality that they have. They should be ixnayed on their characters. I would like to see one turn on the other. Have the belts be lost. You know, they lose their belts and this friggin' those belts, Bailey. All that is is trying to rip off Becky Lynch. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, then two belts, Banks. No, 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 no. Come up with your own thing. You know, that'd be like Braun Strowman walking around going, "You can't see me." You know, or that's the bottom line because. Braun Strowman said so, you know. No, 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 no. I mean, that's that's the problem with it, you know. There's no creativity. And that's a problem. Did you hear what Vince did after Extreme Rules? Nah. They had the script for the following night raw. Yeah. Already all ready to go. And then of course Vince pulled his normal and completely uh abandoned the original script and the writers had to basically work through the night to come up with a new script. And I guess the new script was barely ready for the taping of the Raw the next night. Jesus. And he wonders why he has record low ratings right now. You know, yeah. Why is everybody wanting to leave? Why are people going back to TNA for God's sake? Oh, he Slater, EC3, Deanna Perrazzo. Yep. You know, it's like, what the hell? You know what I mean? You know, Sabatelli is going to AEW. Yep. I remember him playing as a buccaneer, too. That's the fucking funny part. I mean, he wasn't good, but I still... He had one of those recognizable names, you know? Yeah. But But yeah, no one... Oh, I guess the Good Brothers went to Impact, too, didn't they? Yes, they did. And then FTR, whatever that stands for now, is an AEW. Yep. I don't like their new names, but it is what it is. Yep. If I was somebody who wants to go to WWE, before I went, I would trademark and or copyright my name so Vince can't take it from me. Yep, like they did Cody Rhodes. Yeah. The American Nightmare. Yep. Did you see his last match on AEW? Wednesday? No, I didn't. Oh, my God, dude. It's probably the best match I've ever seen him have. Who was he wrestling? Uh, 
I mean, I'm sure I could see it on YouTube. Yeah. I follow it on YouTube. I mean, he's the hardcore. I mean, there's it was basically an extreme rules match, pretty much. I mean, tacks were broke, were brought out. I mean, and Cody got power slammed on him. A sit down power bomb on the on the tax. And you want to talk? I mean, you talk about good. It was a very, very impressive match. I would put did up, you see? The, go ahead. Did you see the match he had with Sonny Kiss a couple weeks ago? Oh God, yes. Very much but so. I, I think Cody's best match that I've seen has to be against his brother at the inaugural all-out pay-per-view when AEW had their first pay-per-view under their title of AEW. Yep. Or was, was it all in, all out? All Whatever in. that... Yeah. When they went like fucking... That match between him and Dustin was just... Brutal. Ooh. Yeah, it was something, man. But for a regular TV match, this is probably, I think, his best match ever. I think WWE ruined him when they turned him into Stardust. Awesome to begin with. You know, he's a hell of a freaking athlete. You know, and I mean, like uh, Jack Swagger is over in AEW. Yeah. 